right about now. Hello, hello, hello. This is another episode of the Mental Threats Podcast. I'm here with Jay Sididi, if you want to say something. What's up, what's up, man? I'm here on a podcast. You know, I want to, I'm going to, you know, tell you about myself. I'm going to spread the word out about my music and we're going to turn up from there. And uh, we pretty much uh, connected through the Next Door app and everything. I think you're the third person I interviewed yeah. off the Next Door app. Yeah. That's such a random app and everything. I'm going to be right. thinking, I, <laughs> like, only the first two people I interviewed was actually two, like, like not, like, kind of middle-aged white woman and everything from oh, the yeah, Navy I and think, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's just like, <laughs> so it's just like, now it's like a complete opposite. And I was like, how old are you? I am 21. Okay, yeah, 20, 21. <laughs> so, like, freaking veterans in their 40s, old ladies, freaking, like, no, I don't want to say old, middle age, and <laughs> married and everything, and then there's you, who's, like, a complete opposite of that. Right, it's like, you right. know, a 21 young woman, and you've been pretty much, uh, was born and raised in Charlotte, correct? Right, right, I'm supporting you, so, you know, I'm here on the younger side. Definitely. And everything. I just listened to your music video on No Love Songs and everything, but that was a song from like way back then and you're currently rebranding right now, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm rebranding right now. Um, you know, I got a different sound now. I've been working on my, my skills and everything. Now I'm doing this for everybody out there that, you know, is going through something. So, you know, I want to make it good and make it more worldwide for everybody of different ages. And uh, so it's like, you know, I know you talk about from different ages and everything, but it's like, uh, how, how far are those different ages pretty much stretch? Are you trying to go for high school people, college age people, or like much older people? Or are you like more throwback, like more boom bop influence? Or is like your sound going to be more like trap influence? What is your sound going to be like? Okay, so my my uh, demographic is usually people around my age, you know, the 18, 21 group. I, I'm really looking on, you know, probably like 30, 40. Uh, so, you know, my my music is more explicit mm. than before, and I really dip into any genre because uh, I have that ear for music, so mm. I could go from trap to, you know, rock or, oh. or, or uh, what is the other one, indie, or, yeah, I could go, I could go from either one, you know, I try to keep an open mind about music so I could explore my options and practice all spectrums of the music sing mm-hmm. all right cool that's that's pretty good that's pretty good and uh really when do you start really getting into music i know you're like 21 now and everything. you did you start getting this music in high school middle school when so it was high school but as a kid i always you know grew up around music i always had headphones on around school so i was always around music but recording wise i would say probably like 2018 mm-hmm. I was really, I was really um, with my friends. We was all going to go record all the time, so I really got used to it around that time. Oh, okay, cool. And uh, all your friends you met pretty much in high school, right? Um, yeah, yeah. I say high school. Some of them was middle school. You know, we grew up together, so it's much. It was more of a growing up thing that we kind of established. Okay, that's cool. And uh, which which high school did you go to? Uh, high school that I went to. I went to Garinger, so shout out to Garinger, ninth and tenth grade, and I went to IMEC. That's basically Cochran, mm. so that's um, was eleventh and twelfth. Mm, okay. yeah, yeah, that's two different high schools in four years. Was that a big transition to you, or just like whatever? Did your parents move? Was that the issue, or you just wanted to go to a different school? I wanted to go to a different school. I got tired of Garinger, man. I couldn't even learn for real. Mm. I, I I needed I needed better grades. 
to get uh, build a better future for myself. So I ended up moving school so I could focus better on my on the schoolwork side of things. Cause I was playing sports too. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I don't know. The guarantee really that bad at school and everything. It's just like nobody was making I mean, high grades. Or was it just? I mean, it wasn't a bad school, but it was more of everybody's hyperactive. So everybody's sort of, in a sense, disrupting the class, you know. But, you know, it probably calmed down now, but around, you know, class of 2019, we were wild. So it's understandable we were a wild little bunch of people. Yeah. So it really wasn't how the classes were set up. It was just the people in the class, basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Sometimes the teachers, but hey. <laughs> hey, I can't really say too much about them. Okay. They doing their job. And I want to go deeper, like what Garinger was like as a school in general. The reason why I'm so curious is because that's like my home school and yeah. like my mom's maybe go to like uh, some black charter school, something like that. I wish I would have gone to Garinger or Hawthorne or something like that, you know, probably stay in the CMS oh, yeah, system yeah. or whatever and whatnot. But it was just like, it was just like uh, whatever school people just weren't doing, whether like just fights every other day or like, what was it like? Um, It wasn't fights every other day, but it was fights every other week. Oh. I would say fights every other week. Uh. I mean, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna sit here and lie. They were entertaining fights, but it were, it, it was dis, uh, disrupting about the whole school. You know, everybody going outside to watch it or something like. It was just, a, it, it began to be a normal thing at, around that time. But I'm glad it calmed down now. I, I would say. Mm. I mean, okay, then. So it's like, so it just it would be a fight every like week. So it just, it wouldn't even matter that fight. Lastly, it just wouldn't even matter or whatever. Cause like people get in a yeah, fight. Yeah, it was like a big thing. Like people talk about it for years. And like, I guarantee you, it was like, oh no, it's just a fight every other week. Like, who now cares? The, the lunch one, I would say the, the, the lunch one that happened, uh, that was on the news. That was probably the only one everybody talked about, but the rest of them, it was like a normal day. You feel uh-huh. what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was always over something like petty, like maybe over girls, over money, or what was, what was the main reason people got in the fight at Garanger? You know the typical stuff in in, in uh, neighborhoods like this, um, urban neighborhoods. You know, fighting over females, fighting over, you know, pride. It's always it's always something between us. It's, it's never like a, a medium, you know, to try to solve solve the problem before it gets too physical. So. It, you know, it's always something. It's normal at this point. It's sad to say, but yeah. Welcome to Eastside. <laughs> right. <laughs> <But> anyway, <laughs> Eastside, Charlotte. Eastside welcomes you. Yeah. All right. But uh, yeah, man, that's, that's crazy. So like, I describe the transition from there, uh, from Garinger High School to like Cochran High School and how like it was different from then to there. So with, with Cochran, we was really, we was really working on computers. So it was self-paced. I was able to, you know, wind down a little bit and, you know, calm my nerves on trying to catch up on work. I could work at my own pace and get it done by a certain deadline, sort of like college. So it was kind of it was kind of college based. Oh, okay. You know, all the work we had um, to do in there, it was always constant college based type of stuff, I would say. Okay, so it's like, you know, y'all just taking online classes or something like that? Or is it just like a lot of the classes were just more like. Like, you know, go into detail like how it was like college, basically. Um, If you can, if you can, can, then whatever. (laughs) I mean, other than the ingenuity, I think we all know about that. Um, It was really like, I would say computer-based, as in like 
we would we would be I forgot the name of it. I think it's called Connect or something. I connect. Uh, yeah, yeah, I something know. like that. We used to go in there and you know complete our work on there. They'll give us a deadline, um, you know, and then we just if we don't complete it, then we don't complete it. You know, that's a zero. But most of the time, it's we gotta you know type on the computer. It's never like oh we gotta write something down on paper, put it in our book bag. You know when we're gonna forget about it after damn time. So yeah. Okay, well, um, so describe your experiences from that. Was it just, did it just get lamer or whatever? Or did you make, connect with new people? Or was it just like, just whatever? Um, I would say if it wasn't for Cochran, I wouldn't be where I am today with music. Um, so it, it, is, it was really about, it was really about the teachers and the people all together. Um, I was able to meet new kinds of teachers that I would say catered more to, cater more to um not just uh doing their job and leaving they they made sure you was good we all it's a smaller school so we was all like a family there so it it was much more of a better experience for me knowing that i'm more of i'd say more of like an introvert type of person I, I like less people around me so i would say that was a better type of school for me that fit for me um Shout out to shout out to iMac though, cause you know they did a lot for me uh, now. So, uh, so describe like the kind of people that you're hanging with in between those two high schools, and like how like they're pretty much uh, impacting your music career. Cause I know you stated that you pretty much go out to record with them and everything that nature. Yeah. Like how often was this like throughout the week? This was about like every day I would say. Um, we we had like a little group. It was OTG. Uh, rock stars like we had a little group with us so we was basically every day going going you know out the way to go record whether it was a studio or was it um we'll put the money in or if it was like you know somebody house we'll go walk go walk to the house sometimes or take the bus we'll go record some music um take turns you know and see what we got by the end of the day Okay, so it was like compilations of songs throughout the week, and it was just like uh, yeah, but it was, I would say it was more like punching in than more of setting a song up. Um, so yeah, yeah, I, I would say it was more of doing that um, than you know just regularly just oh we gonna make a song today, let's write something down, this and that. It was we would have something written down, but it was more of for our verse of the song other than. Oh, who's gonna do the hook? Who's gonna do the verse? Who's gonna do the hook? So, okay, so y'all just heard a really, really fire beat or what? Did any of your friends produce or anything? Just wondering. Uh, I would say, I want to say, yeah. You know, we not we we all busy, so we not with each other all the time. So a lot of them they did learn how to produce, but I would say all of us. We we have potential to produce something. Mm-hmm. We just don't, I say. Uh, okay. But in the process of recording, y'all just found like a really fire instrumental off YouTube or something like that, and y'all just like recorded off that or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, the YouTube thing, yeah, that was a normal thing for us. Searching through beats all day, we spend like thirty minutes trying to find a beat. Like that was the funnest thing about it was trying to find a beat 
then get hype off the best beat that we find. We're like, oh, yeah, we're going to pick this one. We're going to rap to this one. And then, you know, that's it, it was history from there, I'd say. That's cool. You still work with your friends today, or is it just like, you know, just you just see each other on our social media or something like that, and it's, it's what it is? Um, you know, I get to see him. I, I'll see him time from time. Uh, I'll check up on them to make sure they're good, you know, that we still connected. Uh, making sure they not giving up on the grind as much as I am. So I would say, I mean, I only see one of them. He's also a good artist. Um, his name his name is Quan Jose, so um, uh, on all platforms. So, you know, I, I usually be uh, try to we, we try to cook something up together if, if, you know, either of us have time to do it. So. I would say I'm with one person right now. We trying to cook something up, like a little mixtape for y'all. So that should be on the way to. And how many tracks are you trying to shoot for this mixtape? Or is it just like going to be whatever? You, or until you're done, it's done. You don't going to realize it? We're going to do more of the, 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 um, we're going to go more of the, the little baby and Dirk way. We're going to. We're going to do a whole bunch of songs and pick between those songs. I think that'll be way more easier for us because we both could make an infinite amount of different type of songs. So, yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's actually, dang, I never really face that. So I don't know when I'm trying to get in the studio to like make like an album or whatever, I already yeah. figure out like what the album's direction's going to be and everything. Like what's the nature of the album, the sound of the album, and basically just picking on songs that it's just like, that it's just like, okay, that, that's a bucket list. Okay, I got a trap song. I got a, got a hype song. I got a song that's like, you know, about motivation. You know what I'm saying? Like there's like a bucket yeah. list of things they want to hit. So you mean to tell me like y'all just pick out like the best songs that y'all record and then just put it at the, as a, as a compilation on that tape and then that's just that's what you're gonna like roll with for like the whole tape yeah so mainly for mixtapes it is usually different types of songs mm-hmm. albums um i usually look at it as it's one concept and it's the same concept for all these songs but different type of sounds okay. for me that's that's me personally i don't know how other people set it up but I hate to have the same consistent type of song down the whole album. Mm-hmm. I know it may be a hit or miss, but you know, I I want to I want you I want to attack all spectrums of um, what I'm capable of in that album. On top of talking about uh, whatever I talk about in my music. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. And how much songs do you uh, you think about dropping like uh, next year? Basically, you're trying to just drop just one tape and just let it be it, or just you trying to drop a whole bunch of singles and just kind of like build your fan base off that. Um. So my plan. So beforehand, I was dropping. I dropped two albums and deleted them off the platforms, mainly because, you know, I wasn't marketing right, and and I wanted to restart that. So I I, I would say, I'm gonna just do singles for now. I think that's a little bit smarter where I could individually market the songs and I could only let out hot songs to kind of build that fan base up. I, I want to go the smarter way about it. So I would say, yeah. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. And nothing wrong with trying to build your fan base up that way. And so you, you ever think about doing anything else outside of that? Like maybe like dropping merch or anything of that nature? So the merch, the merch thing, um, I did have a point in time where I did drop merch, but you know, I'm still learning on that aspect of selling clothes. So that first time I did it, I kind of failed. 
So, you know, trial and error to, to you know, go back and rebrand and make sure I get the best quality of uh, logo and everything. So that's really what I'm, I'm focused on. I really want to start doing merch when I start doing more shows. I do want to get connected with a lot more shows. I think what I need to work on is showmanship. So. Oh, that's good that you actually are reflective in yourself like this early in your career to be like, okay, I need to work on this, you know, showmanship and everything of that nature. So you don't really perform often? I don't perform often just mainly because, you know, I'm one of those people where I don't know what to do myself on stage. So I'm just sitting there like, okay, I'm performing my shit voice wise. But now I'm thinking in my head, okay, is my voice sounding right through the speaker Mm. or like do my tone? matched whatever i see on the song or i mean you're not using autotune are you i'm using a little bit but it don't sound like it It don't it never sounds like it in my songs unless i'm really like singing more and more notes but you know i rap and sing so it's like you can't really hear it that much so it, it does sound like my regular voice when i do you know recite it or something so I haven't since I dropped my mixtape last year. I haven't performed not one song in front of nobody and everything. Not yet yeah. and everything. Cause I still want to get into the motion of really putting more songs out there and everything. Getting yeah. comfortable with actually like you know right. one of the songs out there and actually like I I attribute myself as being an artist so far, but at the same time it's just it's really just a process of like okay let me just build my presence and let me just build more content. I'm more content first and then everything else later, you know, let there be right. something people can just kind of dive into first so that they can actually, you know, like connect with me as an artist first. So then when I'm out there at the stages, it's like, okay, like it's just, it's real life. It's just right. 3d, you know what I'm saying? Right. So it's just like, you know, that's just where, where my place is in regards to performing, you know what I'm saying? Just want to get certain things in matter first before, you know, like right. really take it to that point, you know? Yeah. And I, I agree with that. Um, I, I, I agree with that wholeheartedly just because that's, it's the same thing I'm doing, really. Um, you know, but on a on the other aspect, my my whole thing is to build more of a, a altar and build more of a build more of something somebody could go to or somebody so, something somebody could reference to when I'm singing it. Like my altar name is Lonely Stoner. Uh, you know, I, I smoke a lot and, you know, I'm really introverted. So, you know, when I get to that point of the Lonely Stoner, I'm doing more of rapping. You'll hear more of rapping or something like you, the music video you heard on the YouTube. Um, I would rap more on that end to try, try to build that connection between rappers and, you know, all the other music I make. So, okay, they hear me singing all the time, making love songs. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, for the people that be like, oh, make something hard, Mm -hmm. make something hard. I got something for them. But, you know, I'm still keeping my concept alive. That's okay. Yeah. So I say that's I would say that's, you know, I would say that's another smart way to go about it, too. If you really want to attack all ends. But if you're only looking at one genre, Mm -hmm. then you should be good. 
that's good that you're actually looking to actually be versatile too to some extent and everything because people just want to be like just one thing yeah. and that's just like whatever it is like okay and then they make the same songs over and over and over and over again or it's like okay you can dab with a little love song r&b type shit over here and then you can do like some really hard rap shit over here you know and it's just like that could really take you a lot further in opening you up to market to more audiences because it's like okay like then you can be able to touch for different uh different emotions and different moments right. and different feelings so it's like you know that's what really served drake well because he was like he was also singing hooks and also rapping really hard too yeah and everything so it's like okay you got rap you got good songs here got some songs you can harmonize to songs for this songs for that the more songs for different situations the more people are going to listen to your stuff you know what i mean so it's like that's just kind of how i see it like that and everything and there's nothing wrong with just being a little bit more versatile and so I know you mentioned something about Lonely Stoner being like your like alter ego yeah. and stuff like that. Do you think that maybe that might be a callback to Kid Cudi? Might you like be uh, a Kid Cudi fan? Yeah, so that that is a callback to Kid Cudi, and a lot of people don't catch on to it. But you know, rap right? I'm an artist too, man. I'm a rap hip hop head right, too. Right. So I'm gonna catch on to something. Yeah, so <laughs> it it was to uh, it was a reference to um, uh, um, the song Day and Night. Mm-hmm. When he said "Lonely Stoner," uh, free his mind at night. Yeah, it's more. Oh, dang! I think my nose ran. But um, usually, I'm all, I'm always at night with my headphones on, smoking, uh, writing a song, or I'll be at I'll be at the park, something you know, sort of like this or something, and I'll go at night. I know it's it, it, it's a little dangerous. It's dangerous. And it's a little, um, it's not what a lot of other people do. But Expect, it, yeah. Right. So it, it's more of when I'm when I'm out at night, mm-hmm. it's more quiet and you could hear all the animals and it's, it, you could hear nature. Yeah. So you could, you know, just focus more. Mm-hmm. So I kind of do that and I, I'll go to. I'll go to the park that I usually go to that, you know, me and my friends, you know, sometimes we used to skip. Um, I'll go to that park because, you know, my friend died. So I'll go there and I'll write every day there or I'll try to, you know, practice performing there to try to get better work on my craft. So that's cool. As long as you got a process. So what works for you and everything, you know, if you want to go to like, uh, um, the park. Um, uh, you ain't gotta say which park you go to because you know because that's your own space and everything. You're lonely right. stoner, but it's right. like. Uh, but yeah, that's cool. Uh, would you say uh, Kid Cudi's like a huge influence to you? And if there's any more influences, who are some other influences uh, beside Kid Cudi? If he is or isn't an influence, um, I wouldn't say Kid Cudi. I would. I w- I wouldn't say Kid Cudi is a huge influence, mm-hmm. but he is. He is a piece of my influence. Mm-hmm. Um, I say Kanye also the eight oh eight heartbreak. Yeah, um, I kind of you know the my voice tone kind of matches all of theirs. So you know when I'm when I'm doing certain things in songs, you can hear the humming, you can hear the mmm, you could you know the kid cutty stuff. You can hear that in my songs. Um, I say polo. I say Polo uh, is a, is a big is a big piece of me. Um, Polo G was her okay. Yeah, Bryson Tiller, J Cole. Yeah, Bryson Tiller. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you say you're a Tory Lanez fan, also. Oh yeah, Tory Lanez for sure. Tory Lanez is a big one, also. It's 
one of the people I'm avidly listening to when I do listen to other people's music. So the whole trap soul genre is just something that you just kind of fall in with, like the whole, like, you know, them sampling 90s uh, songs and just um, restoring to a more modernized uh, hip hop beat. That's just that's something you're into a whole lot. Yeah. So that I try to not do that a lot Mm -hmm. because I don't want people to look at me as like a sample artist. Mm -hmm. But that's something I'm very good at. So I try to give less Mm -hmm. for more demand on that for that end of the aspect. On top of that, you know, I ain't one of those people that could that could get my songs cleared all the time. So no, <laughs> I want to be able to post it on all platforms yeah. without, you know, declaring situation. I don't know if it costs a lot of money to do so, but, you know. The whole legality of music is so crazy because it makes sense, but it's just like, dang, but that, that beat was hard, though. You can't just take my music off like that, but it's just, it's just one of those things you got to think 10 to 20 steps ahead on yeah. in terms of the legality, trying to clear out a sample and everything. How long right. does it usually take to clear out a sample? I forget. Uh, that end, that I don't even know. I haven't cleared a sample yet. Uh, I, try, I try to steer away from... That's another reason why I try to steer away from samples just because, you know, having to go through all that so i try to make make my own type of songs that other people could sample yeah i have to put that like on soundcloud or something (laughs) right i I stopped using soundcloud mainly because no one looks at soundcloud anymore i ain't gonna i I wouldn't say that but i would say not a majority of people yeah it's usually go to spotify or youtube right it's not something that a lot of people it's not something that you're gonna get paid off Mm -hmm. of it's not something it's not something that, you know, a lot of people were sitting there paying attention to. SoundCloud was just, you know, something around the times we was all in school. Yeah. But, you know, because we couldn't get on Apple or Spotify yeah. and stuff all the time. So. And now it's like completely different and now the game has changed. And I still use SoundCloud because it's like I can just send the link out to my mixtape directly. And then it sends right. the people to look me up and everything. And it's hard to look me up because I I drop my music through DistroKid and I got dollar signs in my name. So it's just yeah, like, you yeah. know, so it's really hard to find those names for no reason. Yeah. And it's just the way they have my name set up. It's just like they put me in the various artists. And I'm like, come on, man. How am I going right. to find myself? You're going to put me in various artists. They do that on YouTube too. Yeah. I hate when they do that. So I had to, I had to create my page. Like if, you go look at my YouTube, it has the music symbol on it. I had yeah. to connect my my YouTube to my my music page to kind of bring everything all together in the process of put my link tree in every single every single platform to, you know, connect everything together. Yeah, yeah, that ain't bad. You got a Spotify too? Or you ain't got no Spotify right now, dude. Right now, since I had I don't have a song on there, I would say no. But I would say it should pop up if you search it up. Mm. I would say for Apple mainly, but I don't know about Spotify yet. I got to test that. Yeah, no, seriously, man. Like, because Spotify, it's like, that's the one that people usually go straight to and everything in regards to like, and plus like putting on playlists and everything of that nature is very crucial to 
get something on Spotify and stuff, and it'd be hard to look up my name. Like, I'd be usually, I don't have a Spotify account exactly and everything. I just want to try to check and see if my songs are on Spotify. I just check through Instagram, you know, like I'm trying to post it on the story yeah. and everything. I have to look up the songs and the, and it's yeah. just, I had to be really specific. Cause I, gladly, I type my song title, I kind of intricate like, where it's like, okay, this is the only song that's typed like this. So it's like, then it brings me to, to my page, which is like, okay, good. And everything. Right. So it's just like, you know, um, what I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about leaving DistroKid, and actually I'm thinking about rolling with a new service called Distro Freak, that was actually run uh, by people in D- in Detroit and everything. Where it's like, not only will they hook you up um, with uh, putting you on playlists if you pay for uh, Distro Freak Plus, they can also hook you up with a, a flight and a hotel, so you can be able to perform your songs at festivals and everything. So it's like mm-hmm. it's kind of it's kind of like it's very independent run and everything from Detroit, yeah. and they just kind of started you can uh uh you can um perform at places like uh 420 fest um bond uh, backwoods and bonfires which is another music festival um uh scary hours music festival and everything some of them kind of small some of them a little bit bigger yeah and everything but anything to help you build your, your experience i know like that's one thing is showmanship you're trying to work with i think crowd freak is like that's the main one is crowd freak the digital freak is just the distribution uh, service i'm gonna send it to you uh, on instagram yeah. once we get off of here um and it's like uh they also work with artist development so it's just like you know like it's just something to consider and everything um if you want to like you know like really branch out of charlotte and everything because it's like you really start blowing up at other people's city and detroit is like detroit music scene is like it's kind of to a point where everybody's more expressive but like you've seen bdfb the pac-man and everything with the oh yeah, yeah with yeah, the song yeah. oh, what's that free joe exotic and everything yeah, yeah. or stutter like it's just like they're all grizzly yeah yeah t grizzly yeah t grizzly yeah, gets most of his money now from streaming and twitch like playing yeah, grab yeah. the thought on so i'm trying to get on that <laughs> oh yeah i've like, been doing that to to help brand too, um, you know, I came up, I came up with the idea of, um, you know, if I'm going to be doing the music stuff, I need to do everything I do or want to do. It has to be branded around my artist name, yeah. so that you know when I when I'm on my Twitch because I do live stream also. Okay. Um, the link, you know, the link tree should be up there too okay. with everything else, and my Twitch should be in that link tree also. So. Mm. I, I try to connect everything together on that aspect. It's basically just build my brand itself more than just my music. Mm. That's my whole idea behind everything. And you're linking things outside of the music. What are some things or interests you have outside of music uh, that you probably want to, uh, I don't want to say put on the brand or anything. What are some interests that you have outside of music in general? Um, My interests outside of music, I really want. I really want to get into dancing more. Okay. Um, cause you know, I, as I said, I, I did grow up dancing. And music was a part of it, so I, I want to, you know, get more comfortable dancing. I would say. So that'd probably be something I'll look into. Um, or you know, be be um, it's probably connected to music. I was I was gonna say like music therapy. Mm-hmm. I wanted to help people out, out with that because I know it's a lot of people going through a lot around this time. Okay. You know, everybody passing away, everybody, you know, everybody got something they're going through. Mm-hmm. I want to be the voice of that. So yeah. on top of dancing, I want to be able to be expressive on. Music therapy. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I really heard nothing about music therapy and stuff of that nature. I know you mentioned how people have lost. I know you say you lost a friend or whatnot in the past. Yeah. Was that the only loss you've ever had? And outside, and not just saying like outside of that loss, but in in connection with just that loss in particular, how's that like affected your life? And how long ago did this happen? Um, this happened. Dang, what year was it? I think it, it should have been 2019. It happened. Um, I know I just woke up. I woke up one day and went to school and, you know, everybody, all the seniors got the news of the situation, but it affected me. It, it um, I'll say it affected me in the aspect of it, it, it helped me push harder within achieving the goal he had. Uh, I, 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 that's the only thing pushing me other than, you know, myself and my mental situation. I want to be able to live out that dream that he had. And I want to be able to follow his, follow his goal and his dream. Um, cause I know sometimes his parents are still grieving about it. And I, I want to be there for them and want to be able to, you know, give back to the community the way he the way he did and you know su- support everybody the way he did whether it's hate or not mm-hmm. and uh w- w- what exactly like um kind of you got one to uh like a lot of the seniors know about what happened what exactly did happen if you want to express uh, what exactly was it like a uh, was it like an act of violence was it an accident like well, what happened exactly um, you ain't gotta speak on it if you don't feel like it cause i know it could be kind of oh, no. oh no um it was more of, it was more, I think he, um, all I'm going to say is he died in his sleep. So he died, he died peacefully. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't violent. So that was really, that was really more of the, the worst part about it. It wasn't violence. It, it was just, we seen him one day and he wasn't here the next day, I would say. Dang, that is crazy. And that's yeah, actually, and, and it really messed us up because, you know, we got the news from the teachers mm-hmm. and and we was all trying to call him the you know well i i didn't know until i got to school but you know the other people in our group mm-hmm. you know they was trying to call him and everything and mm-hmm. see why he wasn't waking up for school or whatever mm-hmm. then i guess somebody called and he you know uh, uh, when they pulled up to the house to check up on him to see why he he wasn't coming to the house it was, you know, ambulance and stuff already there. So, yeah. Well, that's crazy, man. You know, because, like, you know, we're younger people, so you don't expect people to just lie down and go out in their sleep. I didn't think that happened to one of my distant cousins. So I was living in D.C. or whatnot. Right. I think he had a chest pain or something. They just woke up and he was just was just gone, man. It's just like, I don't know if, like, maybe it's in our diet or something like that or maybe something, whatever. I don't know what it is. Maybe it was stress. Yeah. or whatnot but just waking going to bed and then waking up like that that's that's crazy you know because like you know especially as young black man uh usually also right. usually by other uh black folk <laughs> and everything whether it wants to whether if it's in violent crime or whatever, violence uh acts of violence or just um revenge uh type situation or just uh or just the situations where it's just like you know where it's just like diet maybe something that you ate maybe too much salt in your diet or something like that you get a heart yeah. attack or it's just uh y- you know 
like just just about anything. I feel like in this country and everything, there's always something out to get us. Right. So it's just like for 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 their people to just die and they sleep, you think of like you kind of feel like a sense of suspicion. Like what really happened to lead to that? Right. But you know, like I feel for you. I'm I, you know rest in peace to your friend and everything. You know, I know the mourning process, even though it happened years ago. And everything, you know, it's still there's still going to be part of it where we're kind of affected. I like earlier this year, I buried my grandfather, and on the last podcast episode, I talked to a dude who lost his father when he was kind of young too, and I literally messed him up from age eighteen all the way to twenty four. He didn't feel like he was himself till he was twenty four years old, man. So it's like sometimes things happen where it takes a while to like overcome it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So it's like yeah. I mean, yeah, in that aspect, uh, I could I could relate to him on that aspect too. You know, I'm still you know going through it. Um, you know, I try to vent it out through music. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll have my my situations to where you know I I have like a um, I I would some things would would set me off easily than it used to, um, but I I did try to you know calm down from how I was and high school and, and try to spread love more, whether, you know, people don't like it or not, or people hate the fact that I like to spread love and not try to be more violent. Uh, I try to do that more, whether I get hate or not. So I, I try to, yeah. Just try to be more positive in general. Yeah. I try to be more positive. Um, sometimes it, it does bother me when people, you know, try to, be negative on top of you trying to be positive, I'll say. Just trying to hate on you in a tough way. Trying to right, like, you know, right, right. Finding any reason not to. You. Right. Try to find any reason not to like me because I'm too nice. Or, you know, it's a lot of people going through that same situation. Yeah. On, on being too nice. Yeah. Um, they think you don't have that fight in you because you're too nice or something like that. So. Yeah. It's just like, you know, it's just like, and it's I'm just. Like, it, you try your best just like because like we're getting older and everything which means right. things is getting more legal now like getting pressed over bitches or whatever right or, or letting people take you out of character you know that's like being a slave and everything i'm a big movie fan and everything you ever watch the godfather and how like you ever watch the godfather or i think i did once i think what, what was it will fit no it's one with marlon brando it was like oh with al pacino it's like oh uh, yeah, i think i'm yeah, thinking yeah. of wrong <laughs> Well, anyway, so like this, like the Godfather had three sons, right? One that was really intelligent, one that was like really kind hearted, but didn't really think too brightly. And then one that was like the oldest, it was like, you know, real big hothead and everything. And it's just like, you know, which is like, it's good to be a hothead, like when it's when it's time, you know, but when you're like angry all the time and you lash out or you overdo, you don't think straight. So his name was Sonny uh, or Santino, because it's like Italian family, but they call him Sonny for sure. And I uh, see, like, his his sister was getting beat by her husband. And everything. It was a different time you know, in the video. So it's like, you know, that's just stuff that went on and yeah. everything. Dude was trying to confront dude for, like, the second time and everything. Because, like, this happens a lot yeah. and everything. And, like, while he was so angry, he didn't even think that, dude, like, you're under fire. Like, you're, there's a mafia war going on right now. And they shot dude. Like, they shot him down, like, a dog in the street. Right. You know, so it's just things like that. When you're angry, it blinds you and you don't know what to do next. Right. And it's just, you know, it's, I feel like there's a lot of anger that goes on, especially in the black community, even just you know, black men and everything. You know, you were to close your eyes right now, guaranteed, like, you know, like, if I ask you, like, who 
are like, you know, five people that you would just want to beat the shit out of like right now on everything guaranteed. Like one of them <laughs> might be, <laughs> might look like you. But I mean, niggas is like, damn, like, do I hate niggas? Like, what's the problem? But it's like, no, that's just what it was because that's just how the system is set up for us to really turn against each and other. And the sad you know? part is, in that question, a lot of black people could answer very quick. <laughs> no, seriously. Like if you had to close your eyes, five people that, that you would just beat this holy shit out right off now, like guaranteed, like all five of them, or at least majority of them, are uh, African Americans or right. like, like you. And that's sad. You know, because I thought about it the other day, like, dang, like, everybody I have an issue with is always somebody that looks like me, you know? Yeah. Like, there's some folk that I have issues with that are, like, you know, white also. But that was just a system and everything where they're just, you know, off of privilege and everything. Like, you know what it's like to struggle. You know right. what it's like to right. have to deal with discrimination just like I do. Maybe differently, but we we, we have to deal with the same issues. Right. So I, why is it, like, like, my success or what I do for myself is such a bother to you? Right. Thank you. Yeah, but it's just, that's just how it is. That's just bucking in the crowd's <laughs> mentality, man. It's just like, you haven't had issues with that, you know? It's just like people just hate on just because of the music that you push and everything. Um, I would say it's more of, um, it's beyond music too. It's more of um, some things, I think sometimes some people are mad at me more than, mm-hmm. more than just, you know, mad at certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it is hate. Sometimes it's hate because I'm fortunate enough to have both parents in the house and and yeah, and they they're able to support me and I know a lot of my friends only have one parent in the house, which I see a lot. So in around this neighborhood and 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 I think some people some people envy that. So some people um treat you a certain way like you're spoon fed. Mm-hmm. Not knowing that, you know, you may be going through the same thing as them, mm-hmm. but they're not seeing it because you, you're better at hiding it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, no, seriously, that's really sad that just something as positive as just a complete black family will make somebody upset. And I, I really think it's, it's the music and, and the trends we have in the Internet we have going on nowadays. It's, it's like, a, you know, in a sense of brainwashing our community to. Um, hate on each other and laugh at each other for you know going through something like mm-hmm. I think somebody I think they was laughing at YK Osiris the other day for crying uh, about what exactly Um, I think I think it was something about um Drake and, and, and him not you know being around him or people in the industry not accepting him that's a what what, what do you do I don't know. That's the thing. He, I don't think he really, from the outside perspective, I don't think he's really doing much but trying to fit in, I guess. So, you know, people making the joke out of him about, you know, the whole situation with him owing money. So it created a joke out of him itself. And, you know, people started laughing at him for crying on live for doing that. And I'm like, people aren't looking people in our community aren't looking at you know everybody's mental health they yeah. just they would rather laugh at their pain than yeah. 
and push them off the edge type. Right. My thing with situations like that, God, this is the only generation people will literally cry on camera in front of like a bunch of other people and everything. Which is like, you know, like the shed tears, it doesn't make you less of a person or whatever. However, I feel like, you know, as a society, even as black males, like, dude, we've been emasculated so bad in this society compared to like any other race in the society. Right. Yeah, well, a lot of people are willing to speak on, you know, it's just like, you know. That right there, that right there has affected me in the aspect too. Um, I'm, sometimes I be feeling like I'm not able to be uh, a a full man of myself without being criticized by, Mm -hmm. I'll say, a female or, you know, an older older man that 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 or or somebody my age that's you know probably bigger than me or you feel me bigger than me wise you know you know you know the sometimes sometimes you know they get that confidence of somebody smaller than them or you know a girl get that confidence of somebody much nicer that doesn't want to uh you know create that toxic environment Mm -hmm. that that you know that female is probably used to most of the time yeah like uh, niggas that are just like just obviously have some kind of narcissistic personality you're, disorder you're damn near yeah. bo- i would say you're damn near born if 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 you if you uh if you don't sit there and go back and forth mm-hmm. that makes sense you're damn near born you if you're not like someone that wants to argue or wants to have issues that live like toxicity right I'm- or if you you know you want to communicate your pain and and how something's mentally affecting you. Yeah. You know why where that comes from? It's because you come from a home of mother and father. So it's like yeah. you see how like communication helps and that serves a longer lasting relationship. Right. And I just figured I just figured that out like not too long ago, you know, with with my situations of going to the park. Uh, I you know, sometimes I'll think other than writing yes, about man. certain things that happened that day or whatever. And you know, you know, I did figure that out. I'm like, maybe it's uh, I'm more on communication than other people is because you know that's how I'm raised. Mm. Uh, I'm raised to speak up about something that's bothering me, mm. even if it comes off as complaining. That's good, man, because like when you let stuff like that sit with you for some years, man, it's like it it blows up in different types of ways, whether it be anger or whether it just see you cutting off that person and you never speaking to them again. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like it's always like if you want people to stay in your life, you got to show that you care. Right. One, one, that you care and two, that you're actually willing to like work to actually build something with them. Whether it be friendships or anything, whether it's just friendship, love relationships, whatever. Nobody wants at this stage when you're an adult, man, you don't want to mess with people that just drag you down or that just disrespect you all type of way. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's not good for your mental. It's not good for you spiritually. And honestly, like in a world as vast as ours, you don't want to just waste your time with people like, you know, that you don't deserve to have you in your life. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, so, like, yeah. yeah, you, they, you know, you, you, you try to, yeah, you, you try to, try to have that peace or whatever. And they'll look at it as you trying to, you trying to, um, ditch them in a sense, mm. but they, they're not looking at their faults in this situation. So, um, move on. Move yeah. On. Yeah. You just got to move, move on. 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 You can't just stick with right. them. They cross your mind every now and then, but even then you got to remind you yourself. Move. Yeah. You, you got did better for move. yourself. To yeah. Leave. 
and everything. Like I was, I was stuck with a circle of group of people and everything. At least the, they didn't even invite me to uh, parties or nothing like that. Oh, yeah. And like niggas yeah. would, like try to do go to the studio together and try to make me, and then like you know they'll leave me out of everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then it's just like you know I would make the logos and everything. You know, like I I show my worth like many times. I'm songwriter making the logos and everything, and all these other niggas don't do shit in the group. And now the group is never been anymore or nothing this shit been dead forever ago and i've done more with my music than any of them so it's just like you know it's just the most of them let me just say that and yeah. that's just that's just how life is you gotta go isolate yourself and find the right people man i got a circle of people that it's just like that are willing to help me support me on my journey and everything and they'll be willing to push my music out there if i put out there you know you don't want to put people on you that are just you know competitive against you you know I what i'm saying say, yeah. if it ain't blood it's better to work alone, I would say. Sometimes, you know, blood, you know, blood sometimes will fuck up, but they're always around after that fuck up. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I would say it's better to work with family, but always, always sit there and work by yourself because you learn a lot about yourself and you learn a lot about what you're chasing. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I feel like if, you know, just me speaking from my situation, if, you wouldn't have got to one one thirty one mm-hmm. episodes by yourself mm-hmm. if you were still with them trying to you know fool around with them. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have ever got to this point of getting that many podcasts and and yeah. you know grinding being on that grind. It's crazy reaching to this point, but I'll tell it to you like this: it's not just me; it's also all of y'all too taking the time out to actually hop out also. Yeah, and everything. That's the thing about isolating yourself is that you actually find people that are actually on the same wavelength. Everybody I've interviewed and everything is always cool vibes. It's never right. like some big headedness or I think I'm better. Or, I I do this or I do. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. nobody as an artist, regu- people who are true artists aren't insecure or trying to like you know be competitive with all the niggas and shit like that. Like no. They just be focused on trying to get their art out and just having fun with their friends and living life. You know, that's how in your life reflects the art and stuff of that nature. So that's just like, that's one thing I've noticed and everything when uh, separating myself from those folk and everything. And it's just like, it's just like that, you know, like just having a conversation. I don't know what about me and everything. You know, I seem to just, I'm good at like doing stuff like this. I just kept going. And once I set a goal for myself, I just keep my my eye on it. I'm very stubborn to that degree yeah. because it's like that bleeds into other aspects of your life. When I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to hit it as yeah. best I can. Own up to it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I get that one. Yeah. I, w- I would say um, the thing you said about the competitiveness, mm-hmm. I would say... I would say be competitive, but like self competitive. But challenge yourself. I would, yeah, challenge yourself, but then be competitive when it comes to music. Be competitive business wise. Mm-hmm, yeah. I wouldn't say be competitive music wise. Never compete with somebody music wise. But mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to marketing, be be the most competitive because it's just like having a regular business like CVS and. And Walgreens, yeah, it's just McDonald's and Burger yeah, King. Yeah, you know. it's just like that. Like any other business, when it comes to music, that's what you know. That's what will also separate you from you know, pe- people in your city. You you're willing to go travel and put yourself out there and market yourself. So I would say the business aspect always be competitive. That'll get, that will get you. That'll get you farther places, but always love what you do music-wise. Yeah. Have fun with that. 
Yes, always have a passion for sure. And that's why I feel like a lot of these cats don't got no passion for it. That's the thing that kind of takes me out. They're more focused on like how they look about it or what their image is. And that's like, that's not going to take you very far. So they try to like dismantle other people's image, spread it in rumors, talking shit. Yeah. Real bitch shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I feel like that's a little bit too often in our society now. It's just like where niggas act like that, you know? You could have just focused on yourself. You could have focused on your craft. You could have focused on like, how can I get this out here? Like, even the business side of things, right. you know? You, Instead you, of just focus on petty shit. Yeah, you, I mean, yeah, you got a lot of these people wanting to rap about, you know, killing and shooting. Um, Ain't got no gun in the house. <laughs> I mean, I don't know their situation, but, some you know. Some do, some don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, know, they, you know, they rap about shooting and killing and wondering why they people dying and and, and, and stuff like that. All they, this RIP shit, and they, they, they're in the same world as you, man. They not, they not brand, they not branching out mm-hmm. or nothing. They just want to rap about the same thing, dissing the dead. Like it's getting old at this point. Mm-hmm. The industry is already doing it. It's only, it's only us black people doing it. Like mm-hmm. it's just breaking the community, and nobody's seeing that. Nobody's single handedly seeing. How many how many big artists done died already yeah. within the past two years? All the NBA Rock and Takeoff in the same year. These are all the people that we listen to every day. These are the niggas that we listen to every single day and they gone. Like we can't yeah. get them back because of the same shit we doing within our cities because of this music popularizing it, making it even more cool, you know. If you don't go to jail or, or anything in this city, you're not gonna get no type of recognition or image. Every mm-hmm. every female want a hood nigga nowadays in this city. You don't get no regular female that just want a regular, you know. Well, I mean, nobody's nine to five ass person. <laughs> I mean, nobody's necessarily regular to a certain. I feel like there's plenty of females that are, but it's, it's hard to find because they're so low key and everything. They're, right. they're not out there. They, the females you're talking about, the ones that weren't raised with any attention, so now the they motherfuckers do, they do I live around, most. I would say, they do the absolute <laughs> most. And so I still like don't sweat them, bro, because like they fuck around with these sudden niggas, and next thing you know, they're opening a GoFundMe to get a lawyer because their baby daddy freaking oh, yeah, yeah. kidnapped their kid and everything, <laughs> go to different states and shit. Like no one's gonna give him their hey, heart. I on always money. laugh at that because I'm like, bro, you kind of did it to yourself. You really did. You really, really did. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I don't want to shit on hood niggas or whatever, because there are some hood niggas that really have a sense of self-awareness they, and actually put on game to a certain degree and actually just doing it because of the environment they're exposed to. And, and they're that, doing yeah. it to get their family out of the situation. Exactly. They're getting money, whether however they get it. <laughs> I ain't going to incriminate nobody. I'm gonna but however they get it, you know, they do that so they could feed their family because they may be uh, living off of ramen noodles and, yeah. you know. And, the, and they might not have a background where it's like they might help them academically or anything. Or maybe right. some people can kind of balance it and, like, or, you know. Or you they know. go through shit at home to where they had to drop out or they had yeah. to not go to school or they had, yeah. they was always at school acting out yeah. and not you know, learning because they was going through shit at home that they didn't want to express at school. Yeah. I fell victim to that, too. Yeah. I was one of those people always, uh, you know, acting wild in school because, you know, I wanted to hide a certain part of myself that I felt like nobody else was going to accept me for. And I had to grow out of that when yeah. I got out of school. 
everybody's like that, man. Yeah. I think everybody likes that to a certain degree and everything. I think I was, you know, people pleasing behavior, you know, trying to be a class clown type. Yeah. And all yep. it does is just lead to people trying to talk shit and disrespect. Cause they, cause in a sense, they, they might envy their confidence to a certain degree, but yeah. it's like, it's not really confident. It's kind of like a cry for help to a certain degree. Cause it's like, you're yeah. trying your best to like, you know, uh, reflect I, your value on whether people uh, approve of you or not, like comically. Yeah. And like, you know, it's just, it's, it's it's a weird situation because you don't have any type of ill will against nobody in the heart, but everybody's right. just built different. You know, it's just like you know, Tom will deal with whoever. Right. You know, Tom will reward who's who works hard. Tom will reward who, all people who work on themselves. You want to know what taught yeah. me that? All of that. Yeah. It was music. Exactly. Music. Music taught me that in the aspect of me being myself. People people that used to, you know, get on my ass when I was playing football because I was the smallest nigga on the field. They went to supporting me in my music, and it kind of fucked me up in the head because I'm like, you know, I wanted to be I wanted to be petty about it and be like, now you supporting me, but I'm looking at it as I'm being myself now. Yeah, I could be myself and express myself and show how loving I am or show how angry I am through the music on certain situations when it comes to love or mental health and I'm talking about it, people are supporting me more on that, yeah. seeing that, oh, he got something he's good at yeah. and, and he's the voice of our community. Yeah. So we we need to push him out there. Yeah. Authenticity is king. That's just how yeah. I see it. Like, you know, people might not fuck with somebody because they're too authentic, but at the same time, you know, that's what's going to bring you to the real people. That's what's going to bring you to the people that will appreciate it. All the fake motherfuckers are going to fade into the, into out of existence, you know, which, which could really be like a good thing and a bad thing. Cause like when you're really popping and they don't like that, they can come out of nowhere and then pull a gun and that's, it. Yeah. you know, like there's so many cases where it's like people who are really just on their grind and they're trying to make life work for themselves and everything. Rest in peace, Ja SLT. Yeah. Another, I, you know yeah. about Ja? I, I hung out with his friend, Pat. So, oh yeah! Oh, you hung out with Pat too. You know, Pat. I interviewed Pat for the podcast also. Oh, you did. Yeah, oh, we went to college together. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I seen Ja a few times when my cousin graduated, mm -hmm. so I did see I did see Ja like a few times before he really started popping. Um, mm -hmm. Then you know I heard about the news. Yeah, dude got you shot. Know. Did they even figure out who killed him? No, I I don't I don't know the situation. They say he was parked somewhere in it happened that's all i know about the situation Dang. but you know i try to you know i I try to you know be around and uh, if i can you know try to be there for pat yeah. um i need to hit up pat i haven't spoken to pat since like we did yeah. the podcast pat, pat cool pupils man yeah, yeah that, cool. that's my that's my dog right there yeah so you know rod and everything too yeah, I, I know Rod. Yeah, I know Rod. I know Rod. Yeah. yeah I've been trying to get Rod on the podcast also. We're all big bangs. We all went yeah. in the same bangs hall, which they know they knocked down too, which sucks. But I was like, yeah. Yeah, Rod, Rod is also a good artist. You know, he um he got music out and he does, you know, the music video. Some, I think he did a music video for Pat. I, I don't remember, but, you know, he, he's also good too. I heard his stuff too. Yeah, man, nah, that just sucks about Ja. I didn't really meet Ja personally, but I listened to a lot of his music too, and it was like, oh yeah, this is cool, yeah, this is cool he, shit. And he was a, blowing up. He was getting right out there, and then they took his life away. Yeah, and he he was positive. Like that was the crazy part about it. He's a positive artist. You listen to his music, it's never, 
on some hating shit. Yeah, it's um, never on some hating. And even if it is, it ain't it ain't too bad to the point to where he dissing the dead on somebody like or maybe dissing someone where they yeah, might want to take his life. Like that's like once it, somebody try to kill John, I'm like, dang, bro, like yeah. that, anybody can get it then. Cause like you're doing positive shit. There's somebody out there that's hating on you right now. So right. if this nigga does well or pays his bills on time, I'm gonna kill him. Like there's probably somebody out there that's like, right. I really don't like this nigga. I wanna take it and they're weird. Like that's that's weird to me, you know? And, and, and yeah, and that's that's a part that, you know, that's a part that fucks me up a lot. Cause I'm like, it's it's just people out there that's willing to sacrifice their own life to end yours mm. in a sense like they they would throw their body in front of a bullet to make sure you dead because they don't like you that much yeah but that's just sad and it, I, the smallest reason it could have been you didn't you bumped into them and you didn't say uh my bad or like maybe you <laughs> taught this one girl or whatever and then like or maybe this light-skinned girl couldn't chuckle or something like that and they're in the background thinking like damn i was gonna marry that bitch like they probably right. ain't her not one time right like, and then they hating on you, you. the girl yeah. laugh uh about a joke or your girl they they girl choosing and they girl choosing or want you and now that nigga that nigga yeah. want your head for that Honestly, like, if, if my girl was ever trying to be on any other niggas, dude, but my man, that's just, I mean, with my self and everything, everything, I'm just, let's just cut them off. That's just it. Right. That's just that's all, all you it is. gotta do, man. Just leave it alone at that point, man, because it's just gonna create more and more problems for you if you, if you proceed to pursue that, that anger and, and that, that hate for that person. It's gonna make a, it's gonna cause problems for you mentally and physically, like, it's always like on some petty shit and everything, cause like really like come on like, y'all getting killed. That's that's a weird situation, bro. Because like in Charlotte, bro, we're all trying to work to make this city like more. I'm not say make it relevant or anything, but really just to stamp like our legacy as a city in hip hop. And just in general, from sports and everything, but it always feels like we had a weird filter that kept us from reaching that threshold. Panthers didn't win the Super Bowl 2015. Damn. Hornets still trying to figure shit, shit out to really like get a final championship. It's gonna take a while, music wise. The baby doing was popping for a while and everything. Now things are starting to slow down a little bit. What was the problem? Some things he said. I don't really feel like there was any much of an issue where he got to get blacklisted. Some people say he blacklisted. Some people say he not. I think it's more of he uh, the tremendous amount of controversy he kept getting himself into. Um, <sighs> me personally. Um, I would say, you know, he, he, he's a good artist, but he's, he's not, sometimes I feel like he's not representing the city like we want him to, you know, he, I feel like, you no, know, a lot of people aren't behind him like they used to be because this controversy, it, that he, like, he could shout out Charlotte in a song, but now everybody gonna think, oh yeah. We like we all act like this in Charlotte. You know, most of us we do, but like yeah, it's not to the extent to where we're gonna say crazy ass. You feel what I'm saying? Like to mean. the point to get us canceled. No, yeah. we know how to. We know how to have fun in this city. That's the one thing I respect about Charlotte. Like, 
I mean, sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. Because, like, sometimes you'd be wanting to have fun and people still hate and then do the absolute most. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the baby's case, like, it's just, like, I don't know. His relationships with women, like, Megan Thee Stallion trying to reveal that they fucked, like, they screwed at one mm-hmm. point. You know, I kind of thought that was a little bit corny because it's just, like, you know, like, because just, if you sleep with, like, some of your friends, whatever, like, it's not something that you have to put out there, you know, especially. Yeah, the kissing you know, and telling, yeah. It, it makes you look like, you know, that's some high school school shit you know what i'm saying like you know, you're, you're, brag about the shit instead of you know just you know keeping it under the rug like yeah. if it ain't your situation then like, don't like, add fuel to that fire like like just be happy just put in your memoirs and she'll like, be old. got on his ass about the whole the whole baby. young boy shit yeah. like i ain't gonna say he ain't know what he was doing he was getting his money but you know keep it play like don't you feel me if you know that's gonna cause some type of issue and you got in the back of your head whether it's money or not then it's like damn you kind of where's that where's that loyalty at where's that yeah. you know anybody <laughs> would do stuff like that would definitely back up their homeboys and stuff like that you know what i'm saying like it's for just money like, like anybody yeah. that would do anything for clout like that would do anything for clout like it's just not just a pillow talk or um uh, freaking exposed like female that they might have screwed in the past or whatever you yeah, know like, it's just like that was your friend at one point you know like I know the whole Tory Lane situation like I could I could be more on his side with it cause like you know music is business and like with her getting shot she wasn't even shot in the foot anyway this what I was, so it was just like I was, I, like, I, I was on his side up to, and then you started saying like, oh like, well, I, I, like we fucked and stuff like that and then it was just like okay like what you know yeah that Tory thing it's controversial but it's like I, I'm not a fan of accusing somebody mm. without full evidence exactly. and video. But even then, I was kind of skeptical to a certain degree and everything. Because, like, people get shot in the foot, dude. Like, that's bones being broken, you know? Right. How the like, fuck you are you now, You're, you're going to be hobbling for a minute, you know what I'm saying? Talking about hands up, limping and shit. Nigga, I would be on the floor yeah. saying, ow, like. <laughs> like, you be bleeding for a while. You might even bleed out because all your blood goes to your feet. You right. Know? That's gravity, you know? Yeah, exactly. You're defying <laughs> gravity, common sense, all types of critical thinking. I, I think she just stepped on some glass or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And I, real I, friend, like. <laughs> and it's just like, I, I fuck with Megan, like, on the sense of just like, okay, like, you know, you're making this happen as a girl, like, right, right out of Houston, you know, like a whole different like vibe now to a certain degree like it's the same type of music like okay i fuck like i do this or blah blah whatever but at the same token like you're doing it and you're making it like as your own and it's like i, I root for everybody to win right. on that degree but it's just like you know it's okay to be like, okay i i overreacted or, okay you did this you know what i'm saying right but i always feel like I, as black men i feel like we're always put into that that position where it's like it's, we're always in lose lose situation and everything, and people aren't gonna take Tory's side because like they see Tory like oh like Tory short, he's arrogant, yeah. he's this and that. It's like, blue, like and everything, you know. And it's just like it's just crazy how quick they ought to just drag people down. You don't even you weren't even there, right? Like everybody's <laughs> like arguing over that situation. I'm like, dude, y'all weren't there. Just let it be validated because you're gonna look stupid as fuck if it's and not the case. That's a problem in our community. Like people are so quick to take sides that that only uh, caters to them. Like then. They're not willing to assess a situation before accusing somebody of something. They would rather just uh, pick a side and run with it. Like it's just normal in 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 the urban black community. Like, I mean, it's something we all got to work on as a whole. Like, 
And it's becoming apparent that normal is usually something dysfunctional. And that's something we really need to work right. on. Thank you. Like, like, <laughs> that shouldn't be normal. That's not a good thing. You know, you like, got to work on it. All this, like, all this we talking about is, is usually stuff I talk about in my music. Like, mm-hmm. you know, scenarios and situations that I've been through, I write it down and I put it in my music to make sure, you know, it, I'm bringing that situ- that stuff to the light. Yeah, no, seriously. Just want to see both sides of it and never just different perspectives on the situation. Right. Because I feel Just yeah. like that song, you probably heard a few things in the song mm-hmm. that I was talking about on there. Yeah. I don't, you know, I, I don't trust females or or I don't trust a certain type of female or yeah. I was saying that in a song and I described what happened to me like yeah. it's like dude it sucks that we all been through some kind of trauma like with females in Charlotte bro like I swear you've all been through something bro it's just like you know you learn and you live and you grow from it but yeah, you you have a little bit of PTSD to a certain extent like damn what, what red flags that I ignore to get to that point and everything sometimes yeah. it, it gets to a point to where you never know what the fuck the red flag is that mm-hmm. that you're trying to look for like or what if it's fair or not because like, like you know, red it, flag like is it just is it just that person or is it you know a red flag that i'm allowing myself to continuously go through sometimes yeah and then just like you know maybe it's just autopilot you just let it go into the background and you just forget about it right and then you just don't even and notice it, it happens all over again like how many red flags am i ignoring subconsciously and not right. realizing and i wouldn't want to wish that on nobody, nobody if anything because you know it, it it keeps happening sad to say is is going to keep happening until you know you decide, oh, I'm gonna focus on myself, mm-hmm. or focus on yourself. yeah, it, it, or or I'm gonna change these things and set health more healthy boundaries. Like mm-hmm. you gotta pick between those two when it gets that bad to a point. So yeah, no, seriously, man, I, I agree with all that. Um, you know, it's just especially the stage in life where we live in the social media age. So a lot of things is our. It's hard to really call out certain things that are inappropriate and everything, right? Because now it feels like everything in, to- in toxicity is now pushed to the forefront with all city girls, this city boys, this right. mad weird. Why we're taking sides against each other? Is it, and you know, like my whole thing that really as a whole mm-hmm. in, in every community yeah. is the competition between boys and girls. Yeah. A, a, a boy should not be competing with a girl and a girl should not be competing with a boy. I know sense. And that's what makes the whole gender roles all switched up because right. now it's like you have men acting acting, acting more sassy than the bitches do. We and would be, act, we would more, spend more rumors and everything more than bitches do. Y'all be acting more like bitches than bitches and that's right. bad. Like, that's not something to be proud of. Right. And we wouldn't be, we wouldn't be uh, made the way we are with, uh, reproductive body parts if we were made to be separate from one another exactly. we're, we're made to reproduce and, with each other right god didn't make us to sit here and uh just hate on each other you know hate on you know that that's the devil's work right there and everybody's falling into that spiritual warfare like no one's actually paying attention to how bad shit has gotten throughout the years mm-hmm. drastically changing like no one's no one's looking at the aspect of, damn. We we're having larger abortion rates and we're we're having larger single uh, parent homes, 
That's right. people getting it's married. getting worse. It's not getting any better. Any better, man. It's like when it's you just, go talk to these motherfuckers about it, they brush the shit off all day. When they reach thirties, forties, they want to like, settle down now. They want to motherfucking settle down now. After you already that. <laughs> screwed up for like a whole decade, man. You want to live your life and go to parties. Parties gonna be there when you turn fifty. Like, Bro, like I, I just want like any female listening to this. I just want you to know you gonna have parties sitting there forever in your life. Stop going to parties, fucking your head up. You around other people with bad energy. I mean, at some point, I wish you'd been the one you kind of been to them all. If you want to go to brunch maybe one time, you know, live your life. You know, be happy, right. but don't put it to such a priority where it's like that's all that's going to reflect in your out value. Here fucking drinking and smoking all day unless you at home. Don't go out with motherfuckers drinking and smoking. You're going to either get shot, you're going to either uh, fuck your psychological up drinking all the goddamn time. Yeah. You're going you gonna to start you know, having that ego boost, getting approached by niggas or mm-hmm. getting approached approached by females, you gonna think you better than everybody. It's gonna fuck you up in the long run. Yeah, it's just like it's all low vibrational, low frequency type stuff. There ain't nothing wrong with getting out to a get together. Yeah, I'm from the HBCU now. It's just like we're going party like regardless at time. But sometimes there was still a time for me to be out there and socialize. There was a time for me to work. Right. And I had to work in order to graduate at the top of my class and everything. You know, yeah. it's just like you know you gotta build something. We're in our twenties now. I'm a yeah. We gotta build a foundation. Our families going forward, you know, like you can still have fun from time to time. You can still be like independent and you do whatever. What but H- yeah, what did HBCU did you go? North Carolina Central University. That's the same one me and that John. was one of the options too. That's yeah, where Balam. Yeah, Blama went there, which I I also interviewed. Yeah, Balama funny. Blama Cote. Yeah, yeah, that's my dude. Yeah. We all play football together, so yeah, that's cool. Yeah, he, he's a cool dude. Yeah. Uh, Blamma, Pat, um, yeah. Rod. We're all in the same dance hall and everything. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. So it's like, that's just, <laughs> yeah, you probably would have liked it there and everything. Yeah. But it's just like, yeah, just it's just some stuff to keep in mind. It's crazy how you're just mentioning all these people that I've interviewed in the past. Yes. All the time. <laughs> I um, didn't even know you did. You interviewed them. Yeah, at least it's something to look forward to. Yeah. I didn't get to interview Rod, though. I've been trying to get Rod for a while. Yeah, definitely. Just, yeah, definitely interview Rod. You got to get everybody. Yeah. Rod lived by, by himself, right? In an apartment now? I don't know. I don't, I haven't um haven't texted him in a while. Yeah, I need but, to him um, I don't know. I think I think he probably he probably moved. So okay. I really don't know where he at. You probably had to find that out. Okay, uh, you got to get him on. Here. I've been trying to get him on for some months. <laughs> Every time our schedules get fucked up, I'm you know I'm gonna just <laughs> and now I'm gonna have less time. So I, like, I got to hit him up on one of the weekends. For I sure. would say schedule. I would say schedule a day with him. Like yeah, that's what I'd be trying. That to do. that'd be a good interview to set. Like I, I, we both mobile. I could just pull up to his side or whatever. I, I do whatever. Man, yeah, man, cause, like, dude, not cool. Dude, yeah, dude. <laughs> but anyway, um, we spoke about a whole lot of topics and everything on the. Mental Thoughts podcast from society and uh, your music and everything of that nature. Uh, we already passed the whole hour line. Um, is there anything that you like to s- say or state before we go off and anything? Um, I would like to say I didn't get to say earlier is uh, my whole goal. Mm-hmm. I want to set a goal for you know Charlotte itself in this neighborhood. Um, I'm setting a goal to you know when I get to that point of making that type of money or getting bigger in that aspect. I, I want I want um audio proof of me saying this. I wanna invest in our community. Yeah. 
yeah. over here in this area and put up some black owned businesses. Maybe some recreational centers. Maybe yeah, maybe. maybe that too. It's more to to keep us all out of trouble. I done had a bunch of people on, you know, Milton and stuff um, yeah. die yeah. recently. People yeah. I grew up with. So I, I, I want to stop it before it gets worse. Mm-hmm. I want to come back over here, put up a few buildings. They are gentrified. I don't know. You know. Gentrified. <laughs> gentrified is what it's like when they're building like houses yeah, in the yeah, ghetto yeah. for like uh, yeah, white so folk to move into. They've maybe. been doing that. Especially in North Tron area? You yes, seen it, bro? They've been fucking us up over like, here. How y'all living over here? I don't think you're on the right side of town. Right. <laughs> the shit looks tacky as hell. And I, I said, like, where are you from, cuz? I honestly think they're trying to move all of us over to Beatty's and uh, Beatty's Ford Road and everything. keep us in one spot. Yeah, that's just gonna be another fucking Chicago, yeah, 63rd, 64th situation, yeah, or Florida, block type situation. Atlanta, it's gonna be another one of those situations, and I, I can already see it ahead yeah. of time that oh yeah, this is going to happen, like. So I want to stop that by putting up black-owned businesses over here. That That's my goal. That's my main goal that I've been sticking with for the past few years when I started. Mm-hmm. You in college right now, dude? Or? Yeah, I'm at, C- I'm at CP right now, but I'm, you know. We're trying to transfer to? Okay. HB. I'm trying to go to ANT or, you know. NCCU? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a lot of the people that you know don't go to NCCU right now. So it's like, but I would recommend going to NCCU because like, for NCANT, it's good also, but it's a lot larger. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like at NCCU, I feel like you'll get like, um, you'll get the HBCU experience, yeah. but also get enough um, space to actually uh, get attention also. Like, what do you think about studying? Um, well, for right now, I'm doing journalism. journalism. It's to connect, you know, with my music. Now, okay. I like to write, but I also want to go travel. Now, help me mm-hmm. network. Okay. So, I'll be networking with people while I'm doing my journalism work. Mm-hmm. You should consider minoring in business, too. The business school is pretty good. Like, yeah. The business school can turn me from, like, a C, D student to, like, an A, B student. Hmm. It could probably do the same thing for you. I mean, you know, I know the, I even did a episode um with the with the dean of the business school, Dr. Mm. Anthony Nelson and everything. So if you want to check that out and everything, maybe give his insights on business and stuff of that nature. I feel like that's a pretty good episode. We got a whole lot of mentors there. Like my mentor, Dr. Roderick Heath of the, of the men's achievement center. You know, Mm -hmm. if you want to get in the mix of things with a, on academic level. So it's like, if you don't want to just roll around people just partying and not doing shit and everything, you can actually have a side where it's just like, okay, I can just go here and I can focus on my work, focus on getting community service hours, you know, other things, you know, get a mentor. And everything like NCCU can really hook you up with that, but that's just my experience, and right? Everything. Right. So, like for anybody, maybe you had a friend that might be con- in the path of trying to go to a uh, major university or anything mm-hmm. like that. Just something to, to consider. You know, you got to look out for these things. You know, yeah. I would PWIs aren't my thing because I feel yeah. like I just feel like you know they wouldn't really care about it unless we're like playing sports for them. You ever notice they call this shit an institution? And our shit is like a university. <laughs> I mean, like you never realize that name. Why, like, okay, historically black institution. That <laughs> historically <laughs> black co- uh, uni- college <laughs> university. Yeah, it's just like you know. I just like that vibe better. I'm just used to being around uh, folk that look like I me. Mean, I'd be like on yeah. some like oh right prejudice I thought I've been to like schools that are like predominantly white too yeah. and it never served me better it was always like a struggle every time because it feel like I had to like you know you feel out of place I did yeah. I did in middle school I did go to Crestdale yeah. 
And I did feel kind of out oh, of place. Oh, Presdale. Yeah, that sounds like one of the magnet schools, huh? Yeah. Yeah, like my mom made me go to J.M. <laughs> Robinson. I uh, was supposed to go to like Piedmont or, uh, you know, shit to lead me to fill up a barrack. Because that was supposed to be the school I was supposed to go to. Oh, yeah. But I had to go here by default because I wasn't fortunate enough, you know. Like I said, I wasn't fortunate enough learning-wise to mm. get the max amount of understanding of certain things I had to learn. Once you go to a HBCU, you're going to understand why. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they help you. They help you really, like, on your journey. I'm definitely going to look into that business, though, because yeah, the business I really wanted to do, I'm very good at business yeah. side of things, yeah. naturally. Yeah, it intrigues you, right? That, yeah. That means you do pretty well and everything. But if you want it for success, or if you want to go into university, keep in mind, always do a group, group chat. Every time, the, at the beginning of the of the semester, every class that you have, put a list out. Maybe get everybody to write their name on the list and their number, or so whatever. Somebody need yeah. help or they missing yes. work. Yes, that would oh, help yeah, you yeah. so much <laughs> through college, bro. Like that group chat to help you. Everybody tries to help each other. Everybody tries yeah. to work together. You're more of a community. You know, yeah. that's what I'm saying. I like that. So I feel like I realize I do my best in predominantly black environments and everything. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, I didn't even realize that. My mom's like African. And she used to believe that if you go to like predominantly black school or whatever, it's like, oh, you struggle. Oh, you go to, you go to, that's what those kids are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then when I got out there, it's like, everybody's just chill. Everybody be chilling. Just focus on stuff. They just, like, yeah, you're going to have a little. They got their own path. They ain't worrying about, it ain't high school no more. They yeah. ain't no learn about dude. like bullshit yeah you know, people like, that focus on bullshit ain't doing shit if, so you, if you not doing your work it's on you if you not doing what you got to do it's only on you not nobody else at at this point like nobody's interrupting class anymore so yeah, seriously you look corny as right <laughs> i know that nigga's not interrupting class you know what i'm saying right, like, right, yeah. you can sleep in one day and then catch up on your work the next day like it's more agency out there yeah but uh, like, we've been speaking about a lot of these topics for a while and everything uh, it's time for us to close and so yeah. you pretty much got everything in your out, right yeah yeah i did i did all right cool wonderful i just want to make sure everybody's uh well expressed <laughs> on for each episode and everything yeah um, but that's it for the Mental Thugs Podcast, episode 131. That's it from Jay Sididi right here. Be able to check out a lot of his music coming forward. I already got a whole lot of music coming uh, next year or this year, too. Should be It should be within the next 12 months. I'll say that. Okay, yeah. Leave it at that. Leave it at that. A year. <laughs> All right, that's it for the Mental Thugs Podcast. We're sewing in and now we're sewing out. That's it. <laughs>